Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy and Jake and Trevor here, NBBD, and it's a little Labor Day episode to catch you up on what happened. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. What's going on, everybody? It is Labor Day. We hope you are having a fantastic Labor Day if you're listening. If it's Tuesday when you're listening, we hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. We are down the Jersey Shore at Beach House. It's Beach Week, one of the last weeks of the regular season before we go for the grind of the everyday Playoff baseball, end of September baseball, life. But Trev's not here. He's in California. Trev, how is California? You said you had a tough weekend. Yeah, personally, there was one thing that made it tough, but the rest of the weekend was great. I actually went to the beach, went to Malibu. I'm not currently at your beach house. You were invited. kind of stinks because you look like you guys are having a great time. Um, For me, I'm excited. This is a four-day weekend because don't forget Rosh Hashanah is tomorrow everybody all the schools are off tomorrow as well so a long long weekend full of baseball really good stuff this oh there i am i'm ghosted now okay um i watched a lot of the dodgers giants series which was excellent uh, my boy gabe kapler doing his dang thing but i'm excited to talk about it with you guys jake how are you doing Trevor, James, Big Baby David, uh, former intern Luke, now sales guy Luke is lurking. Everyone live in the chat. Say hi to the dogs. Labor Day. The dogs are here. I uh, I am at the beach house with Jimmer and all these people maintaining the moat. Um, we had a little bit of rain yesterday, so we had to control the water levels there. Uh, and the gators, uh, they're hungry. They're hungry. So... Uh, but yeah, man, the baseball low key hot in the streets. I know we, we want to keep it high and tight cause we're at the shore, the NL, all the series were pretty, pretty impactful for, for what's going on there Our Yankees. They hadn't had a funeral for themselves in a while. So they decided to roll that out. So that was cool. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. I get, I wanted to mention giant stuff, but, uh, you know, we're not there yet. And I don't think, you know, Gabe Kapler on a personal level at all. And I think it's all a hoax. Jimmy, how are you doing? Happy Labor Day. I'm doing well. I'm excited. Uh, hats off to BBD for fighting the technology here. And we kind of got put through the ringer because he did Wake and Jake. We did the pregame show for Talking Yanks because the Yankee game starts uh, afternoon and we forgot about that. Now we're doing Talking Baseball and it's just nonstop. Labor Day, we're laboring. So, yeah, we are going to keep this episode a little more high and tight. We'll talk about the games and the results. The back end of the show might just be a boom, 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 Yeah. You like that, Trev? I did. I feel like Jake should sing on top of that when you do that next time. Next time. Next time. We will remember that next time. Uh-oh, we got some dogs barking. Boom, boom, boom. Everybody say noodle. Let them out, BBD. Yeah, let them out. Let them run wild. We got three yeah. dogs here, my two dogs and Jake's dog, enjoying Beach Week. Are they just barking at nothing? Neighbor's dog? They'll figure it out. They're yeah. dogs. All right, I'm going to play the music, Speaking and we are going to talk about what happened in the NL. Everyone cool with that? Is that cool with Let's you guys? Go, baby. Okay, it's brought to you by the National Baseball Ooh. Hall of Fame. How about that? Ever heard of it? Mm. Yeah, Trev, have you seen this? 
Hall of Fame Connections, 13-episode YouTube series with new episodes that drop every Wednesday. And what they've been doing is taking artifacts that are in the Hall of Fame and connecting them to past artifacts. You know, kind of like... Uh, well, I like that. Yeah. Each two-part episode features both a narrative storytelling element that weaves through the history of some of the museum's most iconic artifacts. Mm. Hall of Fame curators conversing about those artifacts and stories with MLB Network personalities Carlos Pena, sports journalist Lindsey Berra, granddaughter of Hall of Fame catcher Yogi Berra, and a great sports journalist. And support for the series was provided by a Market New York grant through I Love New York and New York State Division of Tourism as part of the Regional Economic Development Council initiative to stay up to date with the release of each episode. Hall of Fame connections. Follow the Baseball Hall of Fame social channels at baseball hall on facebook twitter instagram and youtube and check out the series it's good stuff mm. if you like baseball and history and a little bit about the things in the hall of fame let's get into what happened in the national league well we're just going to start off with the biggest series the number one and two teams faced each other and they were tied in the standings and they were tied in the head-to-head and they were tied in the run differential and the giants took game one in the 11th inning they won on a standard routine ground out that defensive replacement will smith at first couldn't really corral while keeping his foot on the back crazy way to lose but that's what the giants do man they just beat you somehow uh, the Giants didn't hit that great. They had 12 extra base hits, but just one home run. The Dodgers didn't hit good at all. Giants starting pitchers had a 3-6-8 ERA. Dodgers had a 5-9-1. How about that? Uh, Giants shelled Bueller for six earned runs in three innings pitched in game three, which is something that I've been talking about, the Giants versus top-tier pitchers. Well, that's a Cy Young candidate that you hit pretty hard so good job Giants uh sorry Bueller you'll get him next time though Giants end the series one game up on the Dodgers in the NL West so it's just anyone's game moving forward that'll be fun Cardinals went to Milwaukee to play the Brewers and they got brewed man they win game one Wainwright just unreal uh unreal as a 40 year old and they win big they put up 15 runs absolutely got Peralta Hauser the next game complete game three hit shutout against my dude Kim a lot of people reminded me to tune into this game and then as I was watching it the announcers and everyone was like Kim's never looked like this like this is not how he usually pitches and I was like all right shit uh in game three the Cardinals had a four-run lead going into the ninth inning and the Brewers got a ground rule double by JBJ and then a Mm. single and then another double and then a walk or something and Vogelback Pinch hit, grand slam, second pitch he sees for the walk-off win. Brewers take the series. They just win. Braves go to Colorado for a four-game set. A little tough task. Rockies are the second-best team at home. They split the series, which might be okay, might be not that bad. Blackman had five hits, three homers for the Cardinals. Uh, Crone had a go-ahead RBI in the sixth inning of game two. Tapia, go-ahead sack fly in sixth inning of game three. So the Rockies were coming Coming back late, uh, Morton had a really good start for the Braves to not lose the series in the last game. Phillies lost two out of three to the Marlins, and in the uh, and they were about to get swept, but they got the win in game three in extra innings. Good for the Marlins, bad for the Phillies. Good for the Mets. Man, the Mets 
are in the midst of a five-game series against the Nationals. Game five is being played today. They won the first game in extras. They won the second game in extras. They lost the third game, uh, and then they won the fourth game. Baez is going off, hitting homers. Lindor had a go-ahead two-run homer in the ninth inning. Uh, the Nationals came back from being down 9 nothing. Crazy. <sighs> Cubs swept the Pirates. That's your NL recap. Are we just shadows? A little shadow. Nice. That's the NL. Nice uh, job, James. Yeah, there's two conversations to be had. There's one conversation just about the Dodgers and the Giants, and there's a second conversation uh, in a shorter episode just about the NL East. Um, and I don't – the Cardinals, we'll have a conversation about them later. These Dodgers and Giants games, Trev, you said you watched them all. I think everyone at least saw the highlights. We watched game three with the Bueller stuff and the Giants winning. I didn't see a lot of game two, I'll be honest with you. But what do you got, Trev, as a guy who watched them all? It was just great baseball. Playoff atmosphere, San Francisco fans showed up to the park, did the dang thing. It was just, honestly, like I said, good baseball. The Giants have magic, dude. You know, they did kind of a little bit of everything. Uh, You saw the bunt by Crawford. You saw another bunt by Yastrzemski. And I really feel like that was just brought up in in the pre-series planning. Like, hey, like, let's let's go and mess with these guys a little bit. Like, I don't really like the way they're shifting, so let's make them think about what, like, how they're shifting us. Let's lay some bunts down. And then that was just in the back of these players' minds, and they go out and do it. I love stuff like that. Like, the game within the game. Now the Dodgers, the next time Crawford comes up, Turner's probably going to shade more in towards third base. Uh, but, you know, at the end of game one, that was something. Uh, not only was Will Smith playing his first professional inning ever at first base, you got Trey Turner on the wrong side of second base too. Like these are two guys that are out of position, ends up costing him the game. Any first baseman, this is not a slight at Will Smith because obviously he doesn't play there ever. Any other first baseman that's had some time makes that play. Yeah, it's tough. That it's, it's... You just don't stretch. You stand straight up. That's what you have to do on that. But it's tough to know that if you don't play. Like I've said this many times on this show. First base isn't the position where you just go throw your big slow dude at anymore. There's so many responsibilities. And then stuff like this happens as well. Like you just a guy that's not used to it, tough play for him. Dodgers lose that game. And can you imagine if they end up back one game of the Giants and have to go play the wild card game and you could point to that day? But mm. just definitely good baseball all weekend long there. Man. I know we talk about Giants magic a lot. I, I often bring up Gabe Kapler and the coaching staff and all of that. But, man, their pitching just doesn't get talked about enough. On the year, their pitching staff has the third ERA in baseball. They're, that's their starting pitching. Their relief pitching is number two. So, man, pretty much whoever's coming in the game, and we, you know, sometimes when you actually look at the Dodgers lineup, you know, you it looks like an all-star team on a given day. Uh, whether Muncie, Taylor, Smith, Trey Turner, uh, Seager, Mookie Betts, uh, Justin Turner, like Cody Bellin, Mookie Betts. They held the Dodgers in the series to a 198 batting average, a 307 slug. Um, man, they can pitch. They do enough offensively. You know, we, we laugh at some of the old guys, Posey. Um, Brandon Crawford, Longoria, still doing the goddamn thing. 
I when I say we laugh, Trev, I mean we we talk about them in the in a twilight version of their career. And that's you mentioned the Trey Turner Will Smith play. That was Buster Posey running the 34 year old catcher, and that's where I know Jim. Uh, wants baseball to go back to a more traditional guys play their position, you you know, and I'm kind of with them. You, you should have a couple util guys on your team, but because Trey Turner can field th- ground balls and throw and because Will Smith can catch a ball doesn't mean they're a fit at second base and first base. I think a lot of that plays on Will Smith, who you're right, hasn't hadn't played there at the show level, which is just a really a really brutal ask, but that's where baseball – and a lot of these teams that try to overthink, which, you know, analytics are good. When, you know, when you go back and you look at stats and facts and how you can make that work, analytics are great. But sometimes there's stuff that gets overlooked because there's so many little moving parts in baseball that, you know, if Will Smith, that's a huge play. Bases load, you know, you're nervous. That's when your mind starts moving too quick. If you know that it's Buster Posey running, you know, you're right. You just sit there. You catch the ball. You you don't try to be heroic at first place and do the stretch and do too much. You know, you trust Trey Turner, and that's, hey, they win two out of three at a home. I think we all kind of thought the Dodgers were going to flex on them a little bit this series as they were getting healthier. Giants are going to be in it till the end. You know, I'd started schedule watching again because that's all we do. But, um, man, go Giants, go. Well, what I like about this series is that the Giants went into it saying they had no rotation plan because they've been so hurt. The the Dodgers went in and they bullpen game one, which turned out to be pretty harmful since game one went extras, went 11 innings. The Giants in game one, I believe, used every single bullpen pitcher they had besides Price because he's kind of getting starts now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven pitchers the Dodgers used in game one, uh, and they lost. If you if you use that many pitchers in a losing effort, that stings, especially game one of a series. Whereas the Giants had uh, their starter go game one. They bullpenned game three uh, where they used all of their pitchers, and they won their bullpen day. Uh, so ha- the Dodgers were in a tough spot using all those pitchers game one. Uh, and then I believe... In game two, like Bueller was the game three, but in game two is Urias who who goes into the sixth inning, and they they have the lead. But man, that sucks to use your entire bullpen and lose because now you're taxed and you're behind in the series. Yeah, but you know you're only using him for X amount of pitches. I don't necessarily think that's like super taxing on the bullpen unless guys have gone a few days before that. No, I they think didn't. Both managers but, did a really good job. But then they won game two. So they to use your all your high leverage guys in a losing effort, not going to use them three games in a row. So in game three they stayed away from using, uh, you know, um, Trinan and a lot of the other guys, Trinan or whatever. And then yeah. I, it's more credit to the Giants. And dude, it's just it's, because they're you know to throw that many bullpen guys for the Giants and win. Their starting's been what's been amazing. It's five months of you expecting the boat to go the wrong direction, like even. Walker Bueller, Sunday Night Baseball. And they knock him around. Like, you know, not a couple walks here and a bloop and a blast. Like, every hitter that came up was barreling it against the guy who came into that game as the NL Cy Young favorite. Yeah. 
Giants, babe. But Giants starting pitchers have been getting all the love to bullpen two games and, and take the series. Good for the Giants bull, bullpen. Yeah. And, you know, Bueller, um, Captor, after the game, made it a point to say that was our approach, and that's how we approach good pitchers. We try to go at them early in the counts. We don't want to get him to get to his strikeout pitches, his chase stuff. That's what Bueller does. And they executed the game plan. Uh, I'm curious to see next time if Bueller pitches against them. It's not going to be during the season. It's going to have to be during the playoffs now because their season series is done. Mm -hmm. If he gets a start against the Giants in the postseason, I'm curious to see if he changes what he does. Maybe start to pitch a little bit backwards, knowing mm -hmm. that they're hunting those fastballs early. So yeah, he was fine. He was he, he was filling the zone and they and they were hitting it. So he's, yeah, oh yeah. I don't know if he was missing spots or he just didn't realize he had to be that careful, but I, well, I'm interested to see next time too. Cause a lot of those pitches were pretty center cut that they were hitting. Yeah. The East, the Mets are now six and two in their first eight games. I believe since they went two and 11 on the road trip or whatever it was. So they're doing it. Um, I mean, since the boo controversy, the people involved in that controversy are going off and playing really well. And the Mets are now three and a half games out. They have a game today. Um, so the East is just back to chaos, which we like. At one point, the Braves had a seven-game lead. And I think I'm not, I'm not going to make an opinion on where I think this lands ever until the last week of the season. Because mm. the Braves can go up seven again, and I don't even trust it. Like, I, don't, I don't think I trust any lead until we get to the last week. Trev and the Braves hat. That's right. Shout out Carl Lamar, another one of his. Have a dream, baby. Uh, I still, uh, Jolly, or whoever runs the Shea Station uh, social, was on baseball today this morning in the chat trying to talk some crap to me. They asked me if the Mets are still dead. I'm sticking to my guns. I, I enjoy them getting back into the race. I still think they're dead. Okay. For anyone that's wondering. They had Happy to for Trevor May. They had to get themselves back in the conversation. That's what I kept saying. And, yep, they've won seven out of their last eight now. Again, it's Nats, Miami, Nats. But they're going to play Miami again. Uh, in Miami, that's going to be really interesting. They're actually playing Washington right now on Labor Day to end their five-game set. I think they just took mm. a, a lead. I think Alonzo just did some, too. So that's fun. Um, they are going to see Alcantara uh, in Miami, which that – Changes the whole outlook on that team, although they, they beat them the other day. And how about this? I'll, I'll get everybody excited for next week, and as it's Labor Day Monday, our scuffling Yanks could be running into the Mets, uh, a little Subway series to whatever whatever team loses that series is going to be in a dark place. Uh, you know what? I, I know we'll save the Ale stuff for a little bit, but go Mets, go as hard as you can. Uh, Washington, finishing up Washington, Miami, New York, then it's, New York, St. Louis, Philly, Boston, Milwaukee. So they, they've they gotten their self back in the conversation. They are a game above 500. So, like, you know, you do have to treat them like that in the same way. But the East has been so messy that just, like, go Seattle Mariners mode. Just keep yourself in the conversation as long as you can because I believe the Braves last week is the Mets and the Phillies. Ooh, baby. Speaking of the Phils, I talked to Backyard Brad over the mm. weekend. He says the Phils are about to get hot. They had, oh, really? Uh, was it a, a walk-off or was it a come-from-behind 
victory against the Marlins last game to salvage uh, the series or not get swept. Mm-hmm. They got the easy schedule, but they need to they need to get going. I told him that. I said, Brad, I really like your guy's schedule. He said the Phillies are about to get hot. So backyard Brad. That's huge. I mean, they gotta go to, the, they gotta go to Milwaukee and play three there. Right? Maybe then get hot after that. You get if you get hot there. <laughs> that's the Braves awesome. or the Mets. Backyard Brad says it's the Phil's division. We Wheeler Woodruff today. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Um Yeesh. that's you gotta you gotta beat the Marlins, though, Phil's. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm doing the interview mode. Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn. I'm not trying to figure out the East anymore. I'm just laying back and I'm gonna enjoy the breeze. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Anything else? Vladito just hit like a. Well, it's two nothing. He he gave up a two gross home run. Yeah, it was three zero, and he tried to get back in the count. Whatever. Two nothing. Blue Jays. High curveball, Apple Field. Love that. Give Dion some time. Um, all right, let's uh, go to the American League. Cup sweep the Pirates, Ian Happ. Ian Happ. You ready? Cool Five-game win streak. Games in a row. Keep going, Cole. Keep going. We love you. Five-game win streak. Whoops. American League recap, Jake. What do you got? Boys, the event of the weekend, Toilet Nostradamus tried to tell you the athletics played the Blue Jays as Vladito homers. How about that? They win in dramatic fashion on Friday night. Manoa versus Manaya. Hello. Those are basically the same words. Simeon is the word that walks away with it with the walk-off three-run home run. Boogity, boogity, boogity. And from there, the Jays hit all series. How's your 349, 418, 706 slash line as a team for three games? Oakland. What is you doing? They've kind of been on a death march, man. And it continued this series. Bichette and Vladdy did a ton of it. Mark Canhe, he tried to battle, but it wasn't enough from him. Barrios with a good start like that. Tasker Hernandez, 100th home run. Good for you, kid. Robbie Ray, uh-oh. Cy Young Robbie Ray? People are talking, talking about people. Oh, Jays needed it. A's death marching. The Baston Red Sox take two out of three from the Cleveland Guardians. They win game one and game two. Avaldi and Hawk. Hawk. They win the first two. They lose the final game. Uh, they almost came back and rallied. I think they were down 6 nothing. They made it 6-5, but Cleveland runs away with it. It was a hitting series, Jim. Red Sox slashed really well. Indians, I mean, they hit 303 themselves. Uh, Martinez, Renfro, and Plawecki's been doing it for them, man. Good for him. Verdugo with the big walk-off single in game two. Pretty huge for him. Kid named Cutter Crawford pitched for Boston. Cutter with a K. That's kind of a baseball name, I guess. So there's that. Red Sox handle their business and take two out of three. Speaking of handling your business, the Yankees did not. They hosted the Baltimore Orioles. We said on Talking Yanks, anything besides a sweep is disappointing. It almost went sweep the wrong direction. Yanks won the first game in 11 innings, battling to get the W, and then they lose 4 3 8 7. Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. Johnny Laza is hurt. He's been such a big part of that bullpen. He's out. 20 games in 20 days. This is how they kicked it off, and holy smokes, the bullpen's tired. Times are tough. Klubot trying to build up. 
Gary Sanchez had a big day. Hopefully that matters in Yankees land. But, oh, man, can't do that against the Orioles. Good job, birds. Royals, White Sox, Royals take two out of three. Hey, how about it? No White Sox starting pitcher goes into the sixth inning. Uh, Rodon dealing with some fatigue. Me too, babe. Um, Salvi Perez, man, snaps. What a year, dude. Clips 40 homers. Uh, that's insane. Good job, Royals, taking a series from the White Sox. White Sox, you're probably not happy, but whatever. It's baseball, Susan. Rays take two out of three from the Twins. A-T-O, and that's obvious. Waka Flocka Flame. Chris Archer gets another start. Trevor Plouffe's friend, Chris Archer, as they win 11-4 in the second game. Rays starting pitching really didn't do it, as I say that. 6-5-9 ERA. Their relievers did. B. Lau. Brandon Lau. He has a two-homer series. The best ever. Rosarena is going on and on. Can't understand how he lasts so long. He must have superpowers. Twins salvage the final game of the set. Halos. They're playing four with the Rangers. They're playing the fourth today. So far, they've taken two out of three. Otani Day. Won the over-under on his case. How about that? Because they let him throw 117 bullets. Joe Madden, I don't know all about that. But they take game one, three, two. As Glenn Otto made his debut for the Texas Rangers. Suarez had a really good start. That helped the Angels win the second game. And then in the third, Jansen Junk versus Taylor Hearn. Whoa. Taylor Hearn. His name should be Handsome Junk. Um, they win 7-3 He has another really solid start 7 innings pitch, 3 in runs I like that a lot And that's what happened in the American League Wow What great timing by Jake Good job, Jake. Great job And Jake, also You, in the segment Last episode of the segment Jakey Predictions You said that you wouldn't be surprised If two of the Blue Jays' yeah. A's games uh, had the late lead changes, and you were incredibly correct in that prediction. So the toilet Nostradamus strikes again. Try to act like he's not. A try toilet try your hardest, do your best. No, I was average is ideal. Your, doubt him. That's what I was coming at your doubters. No. Yeah, I don't have any. Well, if you did, set my folks. Yeah, there's some other people too. Okay. Yeah. What's one thing you doubt about me, Trev? Um, your ability to dunk a basketball on a regulation size rim. That twist was going to hurt me. In what sport? I don't know where you guys are going with this. I got ladders. Just slam ball. I think you got it. Ooh. Ladder, slam ball. Yeah. Got these calves. Yeah. Just got to lose about 100 pounds. Uh, what a, Jim, what you'd jumped look, out to you? You'd look weird. What jumped out to uh, you? Oakland is the thing that jumps out to me the most. They uh, yeah. were one in the wild card for a while. At times, Oakland was looking like they may be able to catch Houston. Um, they're now third in their own division. I don't think the A's ever saw that happening. And they are four back team-wise in the wild card. They have a really tough last 12 games. It's Seattle, Houston, Seattle, Houston. Those are the last 12 games of the season. Mm. They go three against the White Sox here. Then they have a little bit of an easy schedule. I think three easy series, but it's that loss, those three losses, their road got tougher, 
to the point where the Mariners and them are are now like the same coin flip. Like they're you you would put them in the same group. And for the longest time, Oakland was in a, a separate group. They were Oakland was in the group with the Yankees and the Red Sox. Those were the three. And now Oakland's not in that group or, or that they're in a different group. So I think their just general zeitgeist of the, of the outlook changed the most here. Uh, and it happened in kind of dramatic fashion and like some devastating losses. Uh, so I think that's the, the biggest story out of the AL is that they're not even in that top three anymore. They had a horrible end of August mm-hmm. into early September, like five and 14, if I'm counting right, or something mm-hmm. like that. And their last 19 games, that's really bad. It's tough for them because they got now they're looking up and there's a lot of ground to make up. Yeah. And it's the pre- it's pressure now. Yeah. Whereas before it was like, hey, we, let's play good baseball. You know, we control our own destiny type things. That's nice to hear as a ball player. But when you're like, we got to win and other motherfuckers got to lose. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different ball game. And I love the Blue Jays aspect of it, of looking at Oakland and saying they're ahead of us. Let's fucking kill them. And then they kill them. And then they go, all right, let's take that energy to New York because they're ahead of us too. Let's fucking kill them. They're up 2 nothing early. The Yankees are skidding. So that's probably the second thing. It's probably those two series making this Yankees-Blue Jays series something that could really change the outlook of the wild card. If the Blue Jays now sweep the Yankees uh, or even take three of four here, it changes the whole outlook there. So I think it's the Yankees losing a series to the Orioles and the Blue Jays sweeping Oakland, put the Blue Jays into the Oakland category, and now they have a chance to be in the wild card spot after four games here. Yeah, I mean, they they still have a lot of work to do. The Blue Jays had a little funk where I I think we casually kind of didn't notice and we didn't talk about them that, um, man – they they have to continue to get it going. And, you know, hey, if Robbie Ray and Barrios are pitching like that, that offense is always there. And especially if they if they start doing more special stuff, they're going to be scary. Um, but, yeah, they're playing the Yankees for four. Uh, we'll see how that series goes because that can change a lot. But right now, man, the Mariners are game up on the Blue Jays. I know we haven't gotten to them yet. Blue Jays and Athletics are – both four games back. So it hurts if you're Oakland. Uh, Jim, what you're saying about Houston and Seattle, I guess Seattle doesn't matter to them. Uh, well, kind of, depending how the, the race goes. But Oakland, you're still telling yourself you control yourself. Also, if you remember, Oakland started off, what was it, 0-5, 0-6? Um, so they got punched in the mouth to start this season. I, I think Oakland's going to continue to be in the conversation. Uh, if Toronto continues to to turn it on. They are a scary ball club. Uh, uh, we've, we've been saying that going forward. So I don't know. Um, the Yankees losing, that was incredibly frustrating. The Orioles have won two series against AL East opponents. It was their opening series of the, the year against the Red Sox, I believe. And then this series against the Yankees. Uh, you can't do it. Uh, you know, you, if the Yankees look back and let's say, well, if they miss the wild card, holy Toledo, um, the Red Sox are a half game back of them now. And I, I think I love chaos. I say that along the way. I am a big Yankees fan. I'm going to root for the Yankees to be in the mix. If Seattle, Toronto, and Oakland get involved, cool party. It seems like the momentum has been lining up for a Yankees-Red Sox one-game playoff to decide the Red Sox overachieving season that then partially collapsed or the Yankees' dreadful season that had a beautiful moment 
to see if either of them can get a five-game set. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I think those are, those are the headliners, Drake. Mm. Mm. More from Drake later in the episode. Mm. Red Sox took two out of three from the Indians, um, which is good because they, they, you need to do that. They're staying in it. They're winning. Glaber just made. Yeah. It's unreal. Sorry, guys. Red Sox dealing with COVID. Still go ahead and take two out of three. I think that's impressive. They had to go out and get Taylor Motter because Kike's on the list. Taylor Motter's got that, it's like good hair but bad hair mm. type thing going on. I don't really like it. Just because it's long doesn't mean it's good hair. I've always had that stance. Um, but, yeah, they to face that kind of like, I mean, that's real adversity at this time of the season. We're just like losing players left and right. Nice job winning the series because the Indians have been pitching the ball pretty well lately. Yeah, so yeah. two out of three is nice for them. Yeah, and then the White Sox took two out of three from the Royals. I don't think we need to have a big conversation about that because it doesn't change much in the standings. Same with the Rays taking. I apologize to these fan bases. We're trying to do a shorter episode. I don't think there's big conversations because nothing really changes. Same with the Rangers and the Angels. Rays continue shout to win. Out, yeah. And, shout out and, Salvi. And, the, and shout out Salvi and the Royals for beating the White Sox, but the White Sox are very much in get things correct and straighten out and healthy mode. And, I mean, they can take these two weeks mentally off and, and the last two weeks of the season, that's all that really matters right now. Like, let's get rolling before we go to the postseason. Trev, I, I have a ball player question for you because we, we talked sure. about this at the house a little bit. On Friday, I took the over Otani. It was six and a half Ks. He finishes the sixth inning, 91 pitches, six Ks. I'm like, well, this is a loser. It's September for the Angels. They sent him back out there. He throws 117 bullets. Um, is, you know, is that, should we not look into that as much? Is it, you got to trust Otani and Joe Madden to have that relationship? Or, I mean, is it a little, the Angels are what, a 500 team? Otani is as prized of a possession as it is. It's September. Like, what, what, I think, what should outside fans be thinking? What should Angels fans be thinking? I think the 100 pitch count is just like an arbitrary number like what does it mean there's been no proof that after 100 pitches your arm deteriorates so like if you're feeling good you got to trust your player he probably looked mad in the face as i'm good dude let me go well, back out there and it's a manager's job to be able and a pitching coach to be able to see like is does he still have his stuff what does he look like there are days where 80 pitches might be too much what you, know, you see your dude laboring out of there get him out but if he's going out there and he looks great i mean I don't really have a problem with it. What was what was the game score? Like, was it a close game? Because I, I believe in just, like, stressful. It was 2-2, I believe, at the time. Yeah, okay, so that's a lot of stressful pitches then. I mean, if it was, like, a 7 nothing lead, one, 117 pitches in, in, a, in a blowout on the winning side is much different than a tie game. As stressful as a Rangers-Angels game can get right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you this tweet because, you know, every once in a while we just have to appreciate the man that is Shohei Otani. My good guy, Rhett Bollinger, who used to be a Twins beat writer now with the Angels, tweeted this out. Shohei Otani just stole his 23rd base. He also leads the majors with 43 homers, and he's 9-1 with a 2.97 ERA, 135 strikeouts, and 112 innings on the mound. Like, He's a, an absolute cheat code. He's incredible. Illegal. <sighs> Let's go to the IL. IL, Trevi. 
Let's go. It's me. <laughs> the Houston Astros went down into San Diego, and the pod said, uh-uh, baby, we're taking two of three games, 6-3 Astros in game one, and the Padres came back 10-2 and 4-3. Nine Padres recorded multiple hits. Uh, Tucker had the go-ahead two-run home run in the eighth inning of game one to seal it for the Astros. And then the Padres party started. They teed off on Framber and company in game two. Machado and Myers, which I thought sounded like a San Diego law firm. They hit tanks off of our favorite starter. And then Tatis unloaded for number 37 to give the Padres a 10-2 victory. Game three was a lot of fun. Jake, what does my neighbor and friend Drake say? Baby, you my everything. Everything I He says, want. just hold on. We're going home. Ooh. Jake Cronenworth with the walk-off homer in game three. That was after Gurriel and Correa tied it with back-to-back jacks in the seventh. Padres take two out of three on the Crone zone. Freaking walk-off homer. Gotta love it. Padres are staying in the mix. Mariners went down to Jake's snakes, mm. and they took care of business. Mariners get the sweep 6-5. In extras in game one, eight five game two, ten four in extras in game three. Ten different Mariners record multiple hits, and six of them record three plus hits in the series. Let's go. Our guy Kelnick, Kelnick. Mm. Guess what he did? Go ahead, RBI single in the tenth inning of game one. Moving on to game two, Seager had the go ahead three run homer in the sixth inning. It was a second three-run homer of the damn game. They were going for the sweep in game three. The Mariners took the lead in the set with seven freaking runs in the 11th inning, including another Seager hit, this time a go-ahead two-run double. Mariners jump Toronto and Oakland in the wildcard standings and are currently three games back of the second spot. Let's go, Mariners. 2022 is your year. 2021 might be your year, too. Gotta love it. The last interleague series, Tigers go down to Cincinnati and take two out of three from the Reds. Reds, that's kind of a what is you doing, baby, but the Tigers have been playing pretty good baseball. 15 to 5 Tigers in game one, 7 4 Reds in game two before the Tigers took game three, 4 to 1. No Tigers starting pitcher even pitches into the fifth. Doesn't matter, they still won the series. In game one, the Tigers hit five home runs. Dustin Garneau hits two and scope. Has four hits with a homer when they blew out the Reds 15 to 5. Game two, the Reds scored five in the fourth off of Boyd uh, to take the lead. Our guy, the Crusher or the Punisher, what's his nickname? Aquino, the three run Jimmy Jack to give them the lead. And then in game three, Candelaria with the go ahead two run triple in the sixth inning. Tigers take two out of three. And the biggest news of all the interleague is that Jonathan India still has not fallen back. Mm. Whoa! And that's what happened in the IL. Brutal, <laughs> man. Tough in these streets, it. dude. Tough in these streets, Jonathan. What's up, man? It's brutal, man. It's tough, dude. It's tough. Um, that good for the Padres. I they were in my rear view. I asked you guys if I should get them out. You said maybe. So now you know where they are. The Padres are in that. Like, um, blind, they're my blind spot. Mm. Right? Okay. Yeah. They're like right 
side by side mm. on the highway. If I want to change lanes, I'd, they'd get in my way. And I'd be in the wrong. Ooh. Ooh, okay, I like that. Yeah, they'll honk. They'll honk at you to let you know. Because that's what I'm hoping they do next series. Your your whole thing. They do have a tough schedule. I, you know, schedule pod has been freaking wrong. I'm gonna say that right now. No. All the hard schedules, all the easy schedules, has been nothing so far. I think talking been, about the Mets are like the, the schedule pod has been. Mets are a schedule. Yeah, you're right. The accurate. Mets are the only one that's followed the schedule pod. Here's here's what we where I wanted you to keep the Mets around, not in your rear view at least. And I like the side blind spot. Padres. Padres. Yeah. Is that the Padres? They have crazy talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snell, Musgrove, Darvidge, and that lineup. Like the Padres were expected to be one of the best. They were expected to be the Giants this year. <laughs> they were expected to be the San Francisco Giants. Unfortunately, the Giants are the Giants. Um, taking two out of three from the Astros. I mean, that's just they need to win series. I want their lineup. To be scary, they put up 10 in that second game against uh, our guy Framber, so I want to look into that because I like that. Let's see. They got they got four in the second inning off of him, and then they opened it up in the seventh. So uh, Tatis homers to cap it up. Get scary, Padres. That's where you need to live. You need to be Boston. Your offenses need to terrify the opposing pitching staff. Okay. But they've got three stud starting pitchers. Yeah. What do you think about the Milwaukee law firm going up against the San Diego law firm? Woodruff and Burns versus Machado and Myers. I mean, that could be fun. Mm. I feel like they do different law. For sure. Like, I have Machado and Myers doing injury law. Woodruff and Burns does high-level, almost like espionage law. Whoa. (laughs) What's that mean? (laughs) Espionage law. What is espionage law? Like, uh, it's just everything's behind If I doors. Google that, do you think a law firm will come up? Espionage law? Yeah. Yeah. Whoever represents, like, CIA people. Espionage. Nobody represents them, I don't think. Law, U.S. No one's, ever shadow, tried to, no one's ever tried to sue the CIA? Let's see. On a wrongful death or something like that? It, de- it, it depends. Depends who it is. When I worked for the CIA, I was a shadow. They I hate to give I out free caught. ads. Yeah. Espion- if you type espionage law firm, uh, the Spodek law group comes up. So, of Spodek ad. If you're in, tr- if you're one of our listeners, <laughs> dude, I don't even think we should have said that. Yeah. Like who represented really, really... Snowden, dude? Okay. Or the talking. opposite side of the Snowden case. The oh, Snowden okay. case is two espionage law firms. Did Snowden get brought to like trial? Not in the U.S., right? If he did, they'd call up espionage law firm. So, Trev, you had that Drake line lined up previously, and so when I mentioned Drake before, you were ready to go with that. I'm proud Ooh, of you. I loved it. I love that I'm you did that. My neighbor, that's my neighbor and friends. So guys, I need to talk to the Reds. Shout out. He, yeah, talk I need to, to talk Reds. to the Reds. Tucker Barnhart was wearing his John Boy Media jersey. Whoops. On the plane, uh, where are they headed? Um, Reds are are they going to Milwaukee? Another airport. How many teams are playing Milwaukee? Uh, who who is playing Milwaukee? Reds are in Chicago. Chicago. Okay, great. Um, listen, you can't. You just can't pitch Justin Wilson. Mm-hmm. I know that you got duped a couple times, but game one, game one, it's a close game. The Reds are down one run in the sixth inning. 
And Justin Wilson just does a classic 2021 Justin Wilson. Single, single, single. They pull him. Mm. They bring in Givens, another trade piece, Grand Slam. And then from there, the whole thing gets out of control. And, I mean, uh, the Reds are my team as long as they never pitch Justin Wilson in a high-leverage spot in the sixth inning or mm. later again. Mm. If they do it again, unfortunately for all our friends, yeah. Stevenson, Winker, Votto, Tucker, there's a lot of friendly faces on the Reds, I'm out. Mm. I'm, I'm in still. No, but I can't support a team. He's out in one moment of their games. No. If they do it again, oh. I'm pulling him. I just can't I support a team that pitches Justin Wilson in 2021 in a in a one run or or up what about down one that- down one down one tied up by one, two, or three, six inning or later. If they use him in that situation again, I'm out. I just can't. I just don't want to be involved. At all, like what about I, I'd be embarrassed if Yankees someone was like, Andrew "Did you Heaney. see what your Reds did again?" Hey, let's not talk Keen Dog on here. Same Trev. thing, Trev. I love Same thing, Trev. But unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, lifetime blood, sweat, and devotion, so it's a little harder to pull the plug, the ripcord on the Yankees fandom than my newfound Reds fandom. I can't be a, supporting a team that does that. It's embarrassing. I, I just want to go back to Heen Dog real quick because he is a friend of mine. Oh. Listen, sometimes. Managers put people in bad positions. Yeah. Oh, you that's what happened. Don't guy, get mad at Heen Dog the guy, for pitching and the like, general he's not manager. A freaking reliever. The guy without electrical stuff that doesn't find the zone early and gets lit up in his early innings of starts isn't going to be a high leverage reliever out of the pen. Yeah. Not sure what happened there. Yeah. So I would the Yankees that's more are, on the coaching staff. The Yankees are in love with their own shit. The Yankees analytical meetings sometimes are they all shit into their hands and then they <sighs> pass them around and they say they say who smells the best. Mm. Is that confirmed? I don't know. We did, me, a pra- we did a practice. We did a practice meeting. Over there, yeah. But, but no, th- yeah, that's just awful. Hey, something that doesn't matter. Mentioned it casually before, and the Reds actually have an interesting little set coming up. Chicago Cubs have won six straight. How about baseball? Um, and the Reds are going to play them. So you wonder if uh, you know we are starting to get to spoiler party year which I know we don't talk about a lot in baseball but hey it's a long season the Cubs got some dudes fighting for MLB time right now and they're having a little fun winning our guy Happer Mm -hmm. is hot interested to see if the Cubs can have a juicy final stretch and get involved in some of these playoff races or um, if they just accidentally ran into six wins we need to talk about the Mariners before we get in trouble yes Sweeping, they're taking care of business, sweep the D-backs. Kelnick, by all accounts and numbers, has been maybe one of the worst players in the big leagues this year. Mm. Uh, So, awesome. You know, go ahead, RBI single in the 10th. That's nice. Get going a little bit. Mm. You know, if he starts hitting, that's just like an extra free piece for them. And, I mean, look, Seager put the team on his freaking back. Like, they're there. I, I like the I like the Mariners team making us think twice. You know, we we could say, yeah, it's just not your year, but they they don't care about that. They don't give a shit. Care. JP Crawford's making plays, turning mm-hmm. ridiculous double plays. Man. Go Mariners, man. Seven percent shot in Oakland all the time. What's that? ESPN has them with a seven percent shot at the playoffs, which again for the Mariners, that's kind of incredible. It's higher than Oakland right now. They're better than Oakland, yeah. All right, let's go into the second half of the show. Awards. It's mm. brought to you by Manscaped. Attention gamblers of all shapes and sizes. Mm. Hello. 
Our friends at Manscaped have a can't-miss bet for you today. Oh, wow. The leaders in male grooming just launched their fourth-generation performance package. The betting odds are in your favor when you use the Lawnmower 4.0 on your balls. Across the board, this is the package to get you in the mood for whatever your gambling heart desires. Ready to take the leap to male grooming royalty? Two million men already have. Join the Manscaped movement by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code TALKING. How about mm. that? Lawnmower mm. 4.0 has you covered shaving your balls, butt, and even the gooch. Mm. Talk about a backdoor cover. You ever shave your gooch, Trev? I feel like you get, might get nervous around there. What's a gooch? Sudden, oh, my fucking God. It's the area in between another Yankees era. Um, it's the gooch is the area in between your ball sack and your asshole. And have I done what to that? Have you maintained the hair down there? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. It's great. Okay. Just yeah. checking. Yeah. You? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code talking at manscaped.com. It's 20% off plus free shipping with the code talking at manscaped.com. Fellas, don't gamble on shaving your balls with the wrong tools. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Let's get into the awards. Standout performances. Bless you, Standout performances. And I get to go first. And my standout performance, uh, like a Band-Aid, is Jose Suarez, Angels pitcher, Complete game, one earned run, eight Ks. Mm. Uh, by all my records, that's the first complete game by any Angels pitcher all season. Um, besides anyone else that's done it, I didn't check at all. Okay. I mean, Shohei did it. I can look. <laughs> I can look if that's what you're asking. That's great. I don't care. Um, okay. Nice, nice award. Nice stand-up performance, Jim. Good job, Jose Suarez. You're amazing. Good start. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. Jake, who's your award? My award, I just did a late-minute audible. Um, nice. I was also going to give it to a Halo player. Might spin it into my award at the end of the show. We'll see. Um, you know what, Trev? I like... Everyone always asks me and Jimmy if we do our like Patreon stuff, and they're like, who's your, who's your guy's favorite player? And it just changes over time. Like, you know, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't idolize Aaron Judge if I wanted to because I'm like, he's, he's younger than me. Like, that's just kind of not how it works. The dogs who have been doing it for a while still got a couple Anyos on me. This guy, he's not old by any means. He's been doing it for a long time. Every time we bring him up, people need more respect on his name. If he was a Yankee, oh, hmm. my God. We would be talking about this guy's gooch all the time. Kyle Seeger, also known as Corey's brother. Um, he wore that, I think, on his Players' Day jersey. Trev, I always love when I come on Kyle Seeger's baseball page. He's got a gold glove in the bag. A couple moons ago, that's fine. Know how many homers he's got this year? Trev, give a guess. Kyle Seeger home runs. Uh, 22. 33. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. Little two war. It's kind of funny when he hits him. He's hitting him hard. 33 homers, 22 doubles. He's got a 213 batting average. Um, but, hey, Kyle Seager, here's what I like. You're going to get some good defense at third base. If you make a mistake to him, you're going to pay for it. 
He's been doing it in the show now for a long time. 240 career homers, and he had a little two-homer day the other day for the Mariners, who are still in the mix. Let's go, Kyle Seager. His Kyle Seager splits. Uh, when we do our award show at the end of the season and, yeah. and we do uh, Funniest Splits Award, or whatever it's going to be called, uh, Kyle Seager's my league. I might have leader. Jolly like make a video. Yeah. Yes, we should have Jolly Olive make a video. Trev, do you know Kyle Seeger's? Do you know what we're referencing at all? I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, listen to this. Kyle Seeger, when there's no one on base this season, when the bases are empty, he has a 59 OPS plus, a 150 mm. batting average, a 215 on base percentage, 571 slugging when there's no one on base. When there's men on, he has a 152 OPS plus wow. is a 295 batting average, a 375 on base, a 580 slugging, and a 955. When there's runners in scoring position, he has a one dot OPS with a 320 batting average and a 387 on base percentage. Mm. What the hell is that? He just doesn't I care wonder... at all if there's not an RBI in it for him. He's just like, don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. He doesn't want to be the lead runner. He's like, I'm, I don't want to do that. Uh, maybe I, don't, I don't want to run to with, the bases. Mm. Maybe it has something to do with like guys being in the stretch. I'd love to look that up, like guys that are in the stretch at all times. If he likes that, maybe the excess movement is weirding him out. I don't know. That's a very crazy split. I think it would win our end-of-year crazy split. Award. I mean, the in lieu of recent events with a couple teams, I think – it could be, you know, our Mariners runners picking up on something or they relay something. I think I think that's where I'd lean. But well, even with just a runner on first mm. and just a runner on third, he's his numbers are good. Yeah. It's cur- I'm curious. I think uh, uh, that's a good one. The Rockies at home is another good split, but oh, I didn't know that. That at all, would so. be another finalist mm. for best split of the year. Team's oh. the best and the worst. Yeah. Shit, Kyle. <sighs> Trev, who's your stand? It's a good off-season app. It is a great. Hey, I had another idea for an off-season app that I was going to text the group chat and say, can we remember this? Awesome. Oh, it was Gabe a base, ba- baseball, baseball movie draft. It was very simple. Okay. Okay. Gabe Kapler interview. Yeah, put that. Get really My high and write award. our own baseball movie. Yeah. It's JJR. Can you shut up? It's not your Jake? award. It's your standout my performance. Award or standout performance goes to the forgotten member of the Brewers law firm, Adrian mm. Hauser. What did he do again? Whoops. Oh, yeah. He went complete game, shutty, three hits, seven Ks, no walks. James, Jake, I want you to guess how many times that Hauser has pitched into and beyond the seventh inning this year. He has how many starts? A lot. Two. The answer is zero. Mm. Hasn't gone in the seventh inning once. Nine innings pitch. And you know, we have we have <laughs> we have Woodruff and Burns. <laughs> we have Peralta, the shiny new toy in Ashby, but then Hauser just kind of been doing the damn thing all year long. I like to give credit to the unsung heroes. What are they going to do with him come playoff time? I have no idea. How did you phrase the question but, to Jake? I don't Tra- think we want to relive. How that. many times did has Hauser gone past the seven or into the seventh inning and beyond? Three is the answer to that question. Uh, what did Jake? Um, what did, I said. Two. I guess you're right. Seven. 
I don't know if I phrased it right. It doesn't matter. Okay. The point is, he 6. has 6.1, 6.29. 7 plus. Yeah. 7 plus. He's got one. 7 now. plus is what I was also wasn't zero. Now he's got one. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I get you guys are at the beach house and you want to go. Just relax. Okay? No, 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 no. Some you just set Jake up for failure. Some of us are trying there. to work here and talk and talk baseball. A lot of action right? in the moat right now. I'm falling behind. You know what I'm talking about? What's up? The people want to hear about baseball. No, I know. You just set Jake up to <laughs> fail out because Adrian he got Hauser. it pretty correct if he said he was wrong. <laughs> Nine <laughs> innings pitched, three hits, zero walks, seven Ks. I like to give shout outs to unsung heroes. Mm. That's my standout performance. It was almost now, like a mission. I'm going to leave you guys. Oh, geez. wow. That's so sad. Just for like a little bit, right? We'll see, I guess. Yeah. It's Gardner's game, by the way. Did you see that double play? Mm-hmm. Incredible. And Even. bad base running. Slump lunch. Let's breeze through it, Slump Watch, because we don't even like talking about this. Did we get anyone going, BBD? We had... Um, I think we got at least two guys coming off with claps. Uh, you'll review those in a moment. Potential guys we're going to add... Biggest O for is Dansby Swanson. He goes to O for 13 oh, no. this weekend. Aaron Judge, we've alluded to the tough. Can we just put him on like immediately because he might get up soon? Yeah, mm. you can do that. He was one for 14. The one was a double. Um, I think that's dating. Might be including an extra game because I think he was over 13 against the Orioles. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, one for 12, two walks, four Ks. I think he got an award last week or standout. Recently, Max Muncy one for 12, two walks, five Ks. Chris Taylor one for 13, RBI, five Ks. All right. So then okay. we had the Padres on there as a team. I was ready to take them off. They're off at this point. They had 283 uh, batting average, 380 on base. They had 26 hits in this series, nine extra base hits, four hits. Machado went off. Uh, Nola is the only other Padre with three hits, but nine Padres recorded multiple hits. Uh, so the Padres are off. Slump watch. Okay, let's go. That's huge. That's he- that's collapse. Yeah, that's that's a team. That's good. And and you know, Trev did it. He likes to take credit for when he gets guys hot. Yeah. Uh, Joey Gallo, we had him on there. He hit a home run. It was a game tying home run. But other than that, it's still bad. Jose Ramirez, four for eight. This was a guy I really wanted. To get hot, because mm-hmm. um, as he was just climbing up, having a great se- uh, season with his recent hot streak, four for eight with a homer and a double, so that's collapse. We were worried there might be like an all John Boy Media team curse, but no. 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 Salvi Perez, three mm. homers, five for ten, got him going immediately. Love that for him. It's collapse as well. Love that for him. Love that for us. Yordan Alvarez, uh, mm. two for four with a double and a walk. Uh, so 500 on base, six. He only played one game. Clear him. Sure, he cleared. Yeah. All right, look at this. We got Gallo. We got Judge. Oh, yep. Dansby. Let's put Dansby there. They're fighting. Dansby. He's the biggest dofer. He was in on Colorado, crazy, too. He was on a crazy hot streak as well. Four he, games in Colorado. I think you want to get some hits yeah. there. Uh, Max Muncie. Um. I'm putting him up there. Okay. And do you want your dude Goldie? I'd prefer Goldie in there, yeah, because he's going to get off. And we're going to leave Chris Taylor. And Chris Taylor and Will Smith suffer from the same ailment, just such boring names. Mm. Almost like that just falls, like that's, you just don't, 
your ears don't perk up when you hear Will Smith or Chris Taylor because you don't – Will Smith. You're, you're you moving know. around the field. Yeah. You just can't hone in on those guys. So I, I like Chris Taylor and I like Will Smith. I'm just saying. Yeah. Boring names. Okay. There you go. Joey Gallo, Judge, Dansby Swanson, Max Muncy, and Paul Gold Schmidt. Charlie Morton got an extension. <sighs> yeah, I was waiting for BBD to hit the passing button. Jeez. If it went, if it went under the radar, I was going to audible my award there. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. We're breaking news. I get it. Break that news. Trev, welcome back. Just in time. Dirt nasties mm. on fuego. Mm. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like fuego. Frank Schwindel goes off for the Cubbies. Mm. 10 <laughs> for 18 with three homers and a grand telling, slam. I'm telling you, bro, about these Cubs. Frank Schwindel. Schwindel. Hap. Now, that name's so boring, it's awesome. Yes. That name sounds so much lo- not like a professional athlete that you're like, whoa. I think there's a group of people on the internet calling him MLB create a player because that feels like yeah. if you did an auto-generate name. Be like, Chris oh. Taylor feels like that for me. Javi Baez... Wearing 200 yeah. grand earrings, Trev. Uh, you hear that? The earring he lost the field was worth 200 grand? What's the most expensive piece of jewelry you ever played now with? Now we're talking. I don't buy that at all. Me neither. I think that's complete BS. Uh, okay. I, I also, I think they meant 20. I think something got lost. Yeah. I don't have any jewelry. Like, I literally have no jewelry. If I'm he spent 200 guy, grand nice on uh, earrings... I don't know. I don't think anybody does. Really, yeah. like, that's a... What kind of diamond is that? Five carats? Six carats? I don't Dude, know. Dude, and how could they not find it? That was pissing me off. How could you not find it? They're just bad searchers at that point. You have, like, five guys scouring For me, that's a classic case of it's not there. Yeah, I wanted to go to look at the replay and see if it fell in his jersey, because I bet Javi feels bad because he found it in his shoe. Oh, my God. I mm. bet somebody found it in the washer and was like, mm, yeah, 200 grand? Yeah, or... Yeah, someone I found mean, it on put the that f- on the clubhouse. They wouldn't the club the clubbies wouldn't do that. Yeah. Okay. But I call BS on the two hundred K. I don't even think it's possible. Um Salvi Perez, we talked about him. Kevin Pilar. The thumbs down crew is just killing it. Uh he goes six for thirteen with two home runs. Uh Jamer Candelario, six for eleven with a homer and a triple and two doubles. Extra base hits only. Fran Mill Reyes, 6 for 10 with two homers. Joe Adele, that's good to hear. 6 for 10 with two homers. Lourdes Goriel Jr. and Jorge Polanco both also had two homers. Lourdes also had a triple. So those guys are hot. Mm. Hot. Mm. Hot. Which brings us to... Brought to us by our dear friends at DraftKings. Oh, boy. What's their deal? I've been living on DraftKings this weekend. You know, I'm normally in Manhattan where uh, sports gambling isn't legal yet. But as Trev has noted, we're in Jersey Shore. And uh, Poppy's been laying some cheese. Um, And if you want to lay some cheese, what if I told you that the NFL comes back this week. This it, week? Oh my. If you place a one doll hair bet on any of the week one NFL games, you get $200 in free bets instantly. $200. Free bets. I know. I think, Trev, you might have laid it out once. Like, you hit that one parlay, 
and then you hit another, that 200 just turned into like 8K. Uh, and, and then you parlay that. And then you can get your moat. Um, and then you can get a earring. This is only at DraftKings. $1 bet turns into $200 in free bets. Uh, I've been doing it all week. I The live betting is so easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> the live betting is so easy. Uh, the app is kind of awesome. Love it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. It's promo code JOMBOY to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Ooh, built different. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With it. With it. With it. Um, what's next? Awards? Like actual awards? Um, Jake, you go first. Really? <laughs> Trav, That's you huge. Get, Trav, go first. I'm actually third today, so go ahead, guys. Okay. Jake. Okay. Um, I'm going to give out the Hoagies and Grinders Award. Sounds like it's going to the Phillies. Well, uh, Grinders are Connecticut. Hoagies are is that is that Philly? Yeah. So there is there a guy in Philly from Connecticut? There is a famous SNL skit where Chris Farley uh plays the lunch lady and Adam Sing Adam Sandler serenades him her. Mm-hmm. Um and one of the lines in the song is, Hoagies and grinders, hoagies and grinders, navy beans, navy beans, meatball sandwich, sloppy joe, slop, sloppy joe. And it's all-time skit. I mean, again, you you know, the beauty of Chris Farley and Sandler in their prime and those guys, you know, you give anyone else a guitar and someone playing as a lunch lady, and I don't know how much humor you're getting out of it, and they took it to a special level. Um I'm kind of connecting words in my brain here. And when I hear hoagie, there's kind of one word I think about around baseball right now. And it's a little bit of a double double whammy. I think vogie. Ah, oh, fuck. I, why did I pass it to you? Damn, dude. When that was my award. That's tough by you. That's. Oh my I just God. didn't have a name for it yet. So yeah. I was trying to buy time for a name, but I knew I was giving it to Vogelback. Wow. And I passed it to you. And now That's, I have uh, to fucking really think. Yeah. Uh, I even told the chat. I said, Brewers are getting my award earlier in the episode. I'm sorry. No, it's, That's it's not I know. your fault. I know. It's not your fault. I know. It's I, like I passed I very the ball much know that. when I very well had the shot line. And then I got the bucket. And uh, Vogie hits the walk-off Grand Slam. There's something in the water in Milwaukee right now. And that something is incredible starting pitching. And just a constant belief that they are going to be in every game. Um, And that's a special feeling on a team, man. Um, I know we've been drinking the Brewers Kool-Aid literally and figuratively. They had us as their guests. They were awesome to us. Behind-the-scenes featurette of us running the Sauce Race got posted today. Go check that out. Um, And Trev, I think the bigger... Vogie is built sexually. We all know that. 
But Trev, where the love really comes in, you know, when Yelly's posting you to your Twitter, um, you know, and he's getting the Vogie show going, and that's the guy in Milwaukee. It's a Milwaukee year, man. The Bucks won the title. The Deer District is going to turn into the Beer District this October. Um, the Brewers, we met, Giants Magic got mentioned. There is magic in Milwaukee. Vogue show. Vogue show, yeah. I, he, uh, he took a first pitch fastball, and he was upset that he didn't swing, so he punched his bat. Like, literally held his bat and punched it like that. Sky stuff. And then swung at the next fastball and hit a grand slam. And I think it's a beautiful moment of, like, you know, fucking get in line, bat. Yeah. Why'd you even come to the box with me if you're not going to swing at that pitch? Do your job. Do your job. Yeah. Just a little punch. And then what was cool was the all the brewers stayed in the dugout after, while he was getting interviewed. interviewed. And then when he was done with the interview, they still celebrated. He just came back. He's only had like seven at-bats. Uh, so, good award. Thank you. Good award. Nice award Do you need some time, James? you want me to go? No, 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 no. I'm going to give out the um, Jesus Award. Mm. Uh and this is okay. like a prestigious award. So uh, it go. it's actually a tie between um, mm. Julio Arias from the Dodgers and Jonathan Arauz, Arauz from mm. the Red Sox, uh, who I know very well. Uh, they tied. Jeez, he kind of looks like Jesus. They tied for uh, most sacrifice hits uh, over the weekend. So. Mm. <laughs> sacrifice. They both had two seconds each. Oh yeah, that's great. It's great. So, get yeah. the guy some shine. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I, I, my award's also going to a Jesus, Jesus figure. Oh wow! Awesome. Wow. Yeah. My award's just so, uh, as we know, I can't have uh, my Keep own cap. <laughs> Wait, are you done? <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Who's your Jesus? Who's your Jesus, Trev? Oh, well, you guys are going to like this one. You guys know what's coming on. Is it Wednesday? Derek Jeets, Jeter, getting inducted into the Hall mm. of Fame. And um, so it's the Jesus Award. I'll just change my whole thing to the Jesus Award because awesome. he's basically Jesus. Two Jesus Awards, same I, app. It's huge. Yeah, it's, it's huge on Labor Day. Um, I did... Add, I did a sequence on Jeets that will be coming out tomorrow. Wow. And I, I stumbled upon something when I was kind of going over my thoughts on him. And I know a lot of times I joke around with Jeets on this show, but you know, there's just obviously I have a ton of respect for what he's done. I compared him to Kobe. And I kind of want you guys to watch the episode to see why I compared him to Kobe because he's not like a top five player of all time clearly like a, like a Kobe Bryant is. Uh, but there is something like he's, I'll, I'll just say it here too. He, he transcends all of that. If you ask young NBA stars who they watched and idolized growing up, almost all of them say Kobe. If you ask all the young stars in MLB who they watched and idolized growing up, almost all of them say Derek Jeter. So shout out Jeets. He's given his speech. I'm, going to be tuning in. I'm very curious to to hear his speech. And I and I don't care about Hall of Fame speeches very often, but for some reason I'm pulled in. I guess I'm part of that generation too that watched Jeets growing growing up. 
So to see him kind of immortalized and be with all of those other guys, I think is going to be really cool. And I encourage everyone to, I'm sure a lot of the talking Yanks people who are also here are going to be watching that, but I encourage everyone to kind of go and see, see Jeets do his thing. What time is it? I'm excited. On Wednesday? I don't, I don't have the, I think it's usually uh, in the afternoon, but it's also, isn't it typically on the weekend? I know it's different. Yeah, we have a busy, already got we have pushed a busy back. Wednesday, so. Uh, yeah, so it's you know Tim, him and Walker going in, and then another guy Simmons. I don't know who that is. Ted Simmons. I'm not sure who that is, but um, I'm excited to see Jeetson. Just kind of what he says, and I want to see all the reaction on Wednesday when he does give the speech. Just check your timeline. All of your favorite players are going to be tweeting out about Derek Jeter, and for that reason, I just wanted to give him the award. He transcends results, even though he's got the results and the championships and all that stuff. Uh, he's one of the guys that's just kind of been an inspiration for a lot of different ball players that you probably like too. Looks like so one thirty Did the fact that you don't know Ted Simmons when he's a Gibby brethren Whoa. of you? Mm, that's my bad. Yeah, I mean he led the league in grounded and double plays mm. in nineteen seventy three. So that's someone. I mean, you should probably just call him up and apologize immediately. Also led the league in uh, intentional walks. Twice, back-to-back years. It was a threat. It's kind of badass. Yeah, Teddy Simmons. Marvin Miller, Al Michaels getting the Ford C. Frick Award this year. Ken Harrelson, is that the Hawk? Yeah. yeah. Hawk Can Harrelson? You guys Look at that. Go check out my sequence tomorrow. I do the flip play, Jake. I did your fairy play. No. I love yeah. the flip no, play. No, too sexy. I did it. That's too sexy. Buck Showalter called him out on the flip play. You know that, Trev? What did he say? He said that... Because Jeter was like, that's where I'm, I am. Like, that's where I'm supposed to be. And Buck Show was like, no, he's not. Like, that's not how it is. And then, and then Jeter was like, what? And then they should, they, yes, Network had footage of him practicing that play and doing it on other balls to the corner where a guy's going from second to home. And Jeter was in There's that same There's a couple of videos, area. yeah. Yeah. And then Buck, I think, I, apologized. <laughs> I think he was like, sorry. Like, okay, you do. I don't want to give away play. my whole sequence video, but I also, I, I think. I think a lot of shortstops would have made that read. It's not necessarily the read that I think is the best part of that play. Go Dude, find it's the out flip. Jake tried to do, Jake and I both, and we're not professional athletes, but we both tried to do that running that way, flipping behind you uh, at like 70% speed, and it still okay, wasn't an Go watch my thing. sequence. Go watch my watch sequence it. tomorrow, because okay. that's when I'll be talking about okay. that. Who's the best friend of the week? And we'll best f- friend of the week. I forgot to pull that up. It's Ian Happ. Wow! Nine for 19, a homer, two doubles, three RBIs. It's his fourth time winning the award, uh, which ties him with Reese Hoskins, Austin Meadows, uh, Pollock, most of any hitter. That's awesome. Good job, Happer. Keep going, Happer. Stay hot. Stay hot. Live hot. Be hot. Uh, Do you guys want to do the wheel, or you want to get out of here? Trev, Labor Day wheel? Sure. Okay, here it is. Wheel. It's a great website. It's called wheeldecide.com. I use it for a lot of things, and I saved this preset, so shout out to wheeldecide.com. The Cleveland Indians. How about Mm. that? They just won a series against the White Sox. Is that true? Who did they play? They just lost a series to the Red Sox. Well, I had Sox right. You had Sox right, um, which is huge. Jose Ramirez, a little casual five-and-a-half war. Whoops. Framil Reyes is having an incredible year, kind of out of nowhere. 
I um, love Fran Mill, man. He's uh, I, I think he gets overlooked a lot. He's a massive human. Um, I think he's one of the only position players I've seen Judge give a run for like pure size as a position player. Uh, casual career, 837 OPS. I've said this before on here, Bobby Bradley, who's a prospect for them, uh, who's been playing some first base, I think he's going to stick because I just love the name, Bobby Bradley. Mm. Bobby Bradley's at first. That makes me feel Tr- safe. Tristan McKenzie's been shooting a shot on Twitter at some really women, so that's that's interesting. I did shout, not Shout out, see Tristan. That. Shoot your shot, baby. Wow. Yu Chang had a fantastic month of August. He did. He had a big hit streak going for a little bit. They don't play him every day. Has he faced Darvish yet? Have we seen you versus you? Ooh, the U's. I I asked that to set it up, um, but I did find the answer. They haven't faced each other in MLB yet. Need a good Cleveland. That's what you say in the elevator. Like that Yu Chang, I love him. Uh, Be exciting for him to face you, Darvish. And you, the U's. Hey, use guys. Use guys. Let's have a good at bat here, use guys, says the umpire. Phil Cuzzy, that's how he talks. Mm. Mm. What's Phil Cuzzy smell like? Last question, then we're out. I noticed no stench on Phil Cuzzy, so that's good. Nice. There's a few that stink. Everyone kind of stinks sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Manual Class A, 151 ERA. One fun noise. One, two, one when he's trying. Hmm. <laughs> Jake sucks. Cal Quantrill, my guy. Luke just eating and thinking by himself like a loner. I think he's watching the dogs. Oh, that's so much better. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> if he's not, sad. Miss you, Trev. Love you, Trev. Enjoy your beach day, guys. I mean, no beach day. We got to watch the Yankees and we got to film a ton more shit. But... JG on Instagram.